Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Inside the Press Room. I'm here with four of our student athletes from four different football teams. If you guys wanna go around, introduce yourselves with your name, school, position. My name's uh, Brian Dominguez. I go to Sandra Dale Connor. Uh, I'm a senior, I play running back. Um, I'm Mark McKinnon, I'm a sophomore and I'm a running back. I bear go water. Uh, my name is Jeremy Jeter. I'm a senior and I play receiver in DB, Sunny Slope High School. My name is Jack Clody. I'm a left guard at Mount Pearl High School. Senior. All right, well, you guys obviously watched the bracket release show this morning. Found out that three of you guys are in. How are we feeling about getting that playoff appearance? Uh, it feels good. I mean, we came in kind of knowing we had to execute last night against Empire. So going in, we knew that it was a possibility that we would got we would have got higher than sixteen, which we did. We got fifteen, so it was good going in knowing that we took care of business and the paid off. Obviously, Brian, you guys got that rivalry week senior night victory. How big was it to? get to get that win as well as the region title and you know you guys were pretty comfortably in the playoffs yeah yeah uh mountain ridge yeah our rivals it was a it was a good game at first we started off slow came out the gate a little slow but then uh during second quarter and then after halftime we started to pick it up and we went in there we executed we did what we had to do and we won the game it was uh, twenty-eight to three. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it was a it was a pretty dominant display, and I and I heard there was some chirping going from the other sidelines. So I'm sure it felt good for you guys to get that W. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And then Jack, you guys had to sweat it out a little bit, but you're in the playoffs. You have one more game. Um, how do you guys plan to prepare this week to uh, take advantage of this? big challenge you guys got going up against the top-seeded Highland Hawks. I'm just really staying focused in this week, um, preparing. But we're the underdogs, so they think that it's an easy win because we're the 16 seed, but we could really come in and shock people, shock the state of AZ because one of the top-performing offenses in the state. So. I mean, building on that underdog mentality, you guys were – seven points away from beating Queen Creek, who is the number seven seed in the open. So anyone who's been paying attention to 5A, 6A football should be aware of what they're going up against. And I mean, that that game alone proved that you guys can hang with pretty much anybody in the state. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, Jeremy, um, you guys got off to a bit of a slow start to the season. How did that, just over that last month or so, um, you guys just kind of lock in and make that push towards the 5A playoffs. Uh, we had a lot of guys come back from injury, like uh, our running back Xander. He was injured the first almost all the season. He came back last week and took care of business. So having him back was a big impact, you know. And yeah, we really just started to lock in. It was a real new team. I mean, last year we had a whole bunch of seniors graduated and they kind of, we're the leaders of our team, so the seniors this year had to step up 
we had a lot of young guys come in and take care of business. So yeah, it was kind of like getting used to each other. Now, Brian, you guys also got off to a slow start this season. Um, one and four, had a lot of your toughest games scheduled right at the beginning of the season. And uh, you guys just kept getting better and better as the season went on and surged from 22nd in the first um, AIA 6A rankings all the way up to seventh where you are right now as the seventh seed in 6A. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of hard work and preparation. Uh, coming to practices every day on time, coming in, working out, uh, lifting throughout the week, you know, and each week we just focus on that team. We never focus on the next team. Oh, this team is better than that one. No, we focus on the Friday that we had to play and went out there and executed. The first, the first uh, half of our season was pretty tough. You know, we had Chandler, we had Basha, you know, Highland. Uh, they're, they're all good teams. They're all good teams. But I think I say all of those teams, if we came out and and explosive during first half and second half and just finished, I believe we could have won all those games. I mean, I can think of Highland right off the top of my head. That was the, that was the first film, game film I've seen of you guys. And it was 14-7. I mean, it was right there for you guys to win. Um, you know, you guys are seated on the opposite side of the bracket of them, and instead you would draw the number two seated. Actually, play a uh, pinnacle. I believe they're ten. Yeah, you you guys play pinnacle first round. Should you win that game, you would go up against the winner of Chaparral and Perry, and you guys already went up against Chaparral, so that's a team that you're familiar with. So um, obviously, don't want to look too far ahead, but. You know, what, what What kind of things do you think you guys need to execute well going into that game against Pinnacle? Uh, I think we just need to come in to practice, just focus, and just uh, a different mentality than it was during end season because now it's playoffs. We won region. We celebrated yesterday, today a little bit. Now that's over with. Now we got to come in next week, hard work, preparation, watch film, study, and do what we have to do to go into, on to the next round of playoff. Jeremy, you guys make a long road trip down to Tucson to take on South Point Catholic. You know, they're a storied program, but obviously nobody's invincible. Uh, what do you think you guys have to do well and execute on to take down the Lancers? Uh, I feel like we got a, it's big preparation, focusing in practices. Uh, playing a full four quarters of football. Like our first half of the year, we really like, we were slow to start. Second half of the game, we would come and like get it together. So these last couple of weeks, we've been playing a full four. So we got to go in, locked in and playing a full four quarters of football. Obviously you get, you get, you see a lot of time on both sides of the ball. What do you think your defense is going to have to hold this South Point offense to? Uh, honestly, our defense, we've been pretty solid throughout the year. I mean, we've all kind of been around each other for a while. We play sevens with each other. So we have that connection, that bond. We all are real comfortable with each other and trust each other. So I feel like we just have to keep that same thing. You know, everybody has to fly around. Preparation, as I said before, like we all have to be on our eight games this week.
And then Jack, um, you, Caleb Jones, that left side of that Mountain Point's offensive line and really the whole offensive line have been a huge part of that astounding running game between Devin Sparks, Amir Williams, Jalen Beverly rushing. Um, how important is your as important performance going to be to be able to get that run game going against a tough Highland defense on Friday? I think um, just really focusing in on on their front, knowing what we're doing. We we've gone against four fronts, three fronts all season long against one of the best three fronts in the state, Brophy. So I think I think that we can I think we can handle them up front. Uh, really knowing our our keys just be able to communicate up there during the game I think that's what we're going to need to take in during this game is working on our communication again it was a little bit off these past two weeks but I think we'll get it back there and the last few weeks you've been seeing a lot more time on defense can we expect more of that to come or will we have to see during throughout the week of practice um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing defense this week. So just coming back in with this forefront past three weeks or past two weeks. And it's going to be the third week with our forefront. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other comments you have about this upcoming game with Highland and just the playoffs as a whole? 16 seed. It's crazy, but um, we're the underdogs, so we just have to keep the underdog mentality, I think. So I think we'll be fine. Jeremy, with Sunny Slope, you guys are in a similar situation. Um, how much do you guys take that underdog mentality going into South Point on Friday? Uh, I know going into it, a lot of people are thinking that they're probably And honestly, if we execute, like our coaches have a solid game plan going for us. You know, once we got the film up today, they started immediately working on it. So I feel like if we execute, it'll be a good game. The best way I win, honestly. And then Brian, very different situation as a seven seed with a home playoff game in the first round. Um, what's your guys' mentality going into a game against a three-win pinnacle team who a lot of people on Twitter and also other social media platforms were complaining about getting into the playoffs, let alone being a 10 seed. How do you guys stay focused and ignore that outside noise and realize that this pinnacle team is there for a reason? Uh, I think pinnacle had a very uh, tough schedule, so they're not going to be easy to beat. Their schedule, it was harder than ours. They played Chandler, they played Bassett, they played all good teams just like we did. So we can't come in thinking, oh, three and seven is gonna be like a, a weak team. I'm I'm not gonna say any names, but you know, like a weak team or anything. Like we have to come out there, uh, prepare like we did for Chandler, prepare like we did for Highland and go out there and, and fight. Cause it's gonna be a dog fight at the end of the day. Cause they're fighting to go to the next round and their season to continue on just as we are. Absolutely. And um, obviously, having included our running back, Markai McKinnon, from Barry Goldwater in this conversation very much, um, 
what games are you looking forward to seeing the outcomes of and um, what are your just what are your thoughts from an outside perspective Mark? I'm just trying to see some ball, to be honest. They both, they both, they're both good teams. So we'll see what happens. You know what I got. Uh, I'd like to say good luck to all y'all the rest of the way, especially uh, Mountain Point. Because if he, if if they beat Highland, we could potentially meet in state if we win all of our games. You know what I'm saying? And Sunny Slope, you know, I wish you guys luck. Yeah, thank you. We we were doing that math this morning too. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a good game. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, I wish we would have won that. We would have been um eight seed, we would have moved to eight seed. You guys would have been seven, that would have been fun. Eight or nine seed. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, likewise to y'all. I mean y'all in the higher division, so I mean mm-hmm. we won't never see y'all, but good luck to y'all boys. I know y'all got Hell yeah. Good luck, bro. I'm here with uh, two of our players in the open division. If you guys want to introduce yourselves with your name, your year, your position, and your team. Um, my name is Ridge Dutchgall, uh, class of 2022. I play quarterback at Suar High School. My name is Joseph Longafuena. Class 2022, I play safety and receiver at Texas High School. Obviously, you guys both had great seasons. Swara finishing 9-1, Cactus finishing 10-0, with all but one of those games being blowouts. So um, you just tell me a little bit about each of your journeys throughout this season and um, what you guys did well to get to this point. Yeah, for sure. Um... You know, we started off pretty strong. Um, we had a couple warm-up games to start, and then we had a we had a close header uh, with Chaparral. Ended up losing that game, and I really feel that just put the rest of the season in perspective for us. And we knew um, what we had to do to get in the open, and that was to win every game. You know, so we've been in playoff football mode for a while now. Um, you know, just competing at high levels, uh, offensively and defensively. Um, so I feel like we just really came together as a team and. Um, we've been competing and we're, and we've just been ready for the open. So this season we just we started off pretty strong. We ended pretty not really that strong, but we still ended pretty strong going ten in a row, winning regions back to back years. And I just feel like as a team, we all had a year with each other, so we're all still strong together at a year. And our coaches, we all they had all faith in us, put us in the right spot to win each game with the game plans every week and film and practices put us in the right spot to win to go 10 and 0 this season. Now, obviously for Saguaro, this is familiar territory. You guys are one of the top teams in the state almost every year. You send guys like Byron Murphy to the NFL. Um, so obviously going into each season, you know, 9-1, 10-0, making the open division is kind of an expectation. How do you... Um, guys not buy into that pressure of being sag you for sure um i don't think there's really any pressure it's more of like a lifestyle now we we really buy in all year we've been working since january so um we got the guys every year and we're just so bought in every year so there's nothing we're not expecting anything less than to make the open every year 
So I don't really feel like there's like a pressure or anything. Like we know we're going to get there. It's just um, a matter of when we get there, executing, um, really coming together as a team and uh, open division playoff stretch. So, you know, we're just going to work really hard and just and buy in and, and go make a run. So. Now, Cactus, on the other hand, not known statewide as a powerhouse. However, you guys have back-to-back -back region titles and you guys went out there and proved on the field why you guys can hang with any team in the state, including a massive statement win when you guys beat Desert Edge, the number three seed in 5A, by 28 points. Um, have you guys just come into the season with a chip on your shoulder or have you guys just had this expectation to be this good this whole time? I mean, every game we go to, we always we always feel like we're the underdogs because we're a 4A team. Everyone thinks we're that small. But every game going to thinking like we still have a chance no matter how big this team is or 5A, 6A, we don't matter. We all have the biggest heart in the league, so. You know, the last few weeks, there, was, there wasn't much of a change in terms of the eight teams in the open division, but there was a lot of shifting between who was what seed. As you both entered your last game, um, how important was it to try to get that home game for that first game, figuring that you guys are probably going to play each other? Like getting that home game was pretty important because we get to play in our own stadium with our own environment, with our, our fans. And we all just feel at home, so it gives us an advantage to play at home. Were there ever, ever any moments where, you know, you guys had a bad practice or, you know, you had a rough start to a game or you didn't finish a game the way you wanted to and um, you guys had to figure out a way to overcome that adversity and get to where you are now? We definitely have some, always have back practices. Not always, but like we always have those days where we come out kind of lazy, but we always finish the practice with um, some energy in it and picking this up. In games, I feel like we kind of do always, not really have a bad start all the time, but like our offense can sometimes not pick it up the momentum, but our defense can pick it up. But we like to finish our games out strong because we're a second half team. We're like the really bring it the second half. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've been in some dog fights all year, obviously. I think Sierra Canyon was probably the biggest game we played in and we were actually down a halftime. I think it was three to seven. Um, so we'd have to over, we've, we've had to overcome some adversity all year. So we're used to that. We're used to being in tight game situations where adversity is present. Um, and you know, that's, that's going to be a, a factor in the open division. So I'm, I'm glad that we've, we faced that. So I just feel like that makes us more ready. Um, when that uh, that faces us in the in the playoffs, so yeah, you bring up that Sierra Canyon game. It seems like pretty much every year Saguaro has a has a game against an out of state team that's very highly ranked for their state. Coming from Seattle, I watched you guys play Eastside Catholic a couple times. You know, by far the best team in that state. Um, how do those out of state games prepare you to go up against the best teams in Arizona? Well, I mean they're. First of all, they're super fun to play in. It kind of sees where you're at as a team when you're going against the best of the best in another state. And it, it really is going to show you where, where you're going to be for the rest of the year because every team in the open division is like a Sierra Canyon caliber. You know, everyone, it's no, it's no joke anymore. So, I mean, playing in those games kind of shows you where you're at. So now I know like what we're probably going to expect against like um, these teams because this is the top eight teams in Arizona. So, I mean, 
we're just gonna work really hard, put our heads down and go to work. So. And, and how nice is it to see some more parity in the sport? You know, back five, 10 years ago, it was pretty much just Saguaro, Chandler and Hamilton. And now you got Cactus, that's 10 and 0. You got Bastion who's gotten better and better each year and now are a legitimate state title contender. And you got Liberty who gives a lot of teams trouble and even Highland who didn't make the open division. Um, how nice is it to see that parody in uh, Arizona high school football? It's it's super dope. Um, there's a lot of good Arizona teams. I feel like Arizona slept on as a state. There's a lot of good football teams and a lot of good football players on those teams um, in AZ. And I feel like they're just under-recognized sometimes. But yeah, it's it's super cool. The Open's really awesome. It's the, it's the best of the best, the top eight. Um, no question about that. And it's just super cool to uh, go to go toe to toe with those guys and see who ends up on top. Obviously, last year had a lot of cancellations for pretty much every team with COVID. Um, how nice has it been to have a lot of that died down this season? Not necessarily back to normal, but much better than best better situation than in twenty twenty. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've been super God blessed. I know last year, I think we played six games and um, ended up getting our season canceled right before the Open last year. So you, we've just been really fortunate and God bless this year um, to play 10 games and, you know, be in the Open. Um, just being safe, too, uh, on the side. But just just really God bless. Just a blessing from God that we're in the position that we're in right now. Last year, we are pretty fortunate to play um, – all seven games we got we had to be able to play our playoffs and make to our state championship last year we we're in the weight room most of the times but we had a little break in between of it because of covid we had a couple kids get quarantined during the season so it's it's pretty good to have it like kind of back to normal not kids teams and kids missing out on games and stuff yeah absolutely and, um, i think a lot of that spring football seven on sevens came back at some capacity this past spring. How important was that going into this season versus which you really didn't have any of at all in 2020? Um, it was it was super, it was really great because, you know, obviously last year we didn't get that, those practices, those summer practices or that spring ball. And that's like really where you come together as a team, you know, up at camp and stuff like that. And seven on seven circuit, big man, all that stuff. And it's super important for developing and building a team. Um, so I just feel it's super beneficial for us to, you know, come out every every morning, seven o'clock and, you know, just run through our plays, you know, install our offense and our defense and our scheme. And that just prepared us like that much more for the season. That's what we didn't have last year, so. Just being able to like, get to learn our playbook before the season, it's way better. And going up to camp, camp really brings a team together because we all grind together, getting up in the early in the morning, going to sleep sore. Like it really helps the team become together. And all of a sudden on seven helps spring ball, weight room, it all brings the team to 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, more of that social aspect. I know a lot of teams in 2020, they weren't allowed to go to restaurants. They weren't allowed to have team gatherings outside of practices. How nice has it been to have some of that stuff back? 
it's it's obviously like i said before it's a blessing because you know we didn't get to we lost all those like um you know memorable times with one another one another like especially our teammates um you know now all of our like guys are hanging out together and that's something we didn't have last year um so i mean it's just it's it's, it's a blessing for sure last year we were able to have our team dinners and stuff thursday before the games we would all talk, have our commitment cards, talk about what we need to do in the next game, talk about our checks and balances for the game. So we just like to always have that. And then I think the one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't talk about is having those fans back. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of these schools that are in the open have some of the biggest fan bases in the state, and you know they can easily fill up 100% capacity in a stadium. Uh, how big? How big is it to, you know, hear more than just your teammates and coaches celebrating on the sidelines? Well, like speaking, like from the season, like I know, like last year, I think I can't remember what the percentage was, but it just didn't seem like there was like a, a ton of people there. I think it was family only, but it's super cool. You know, we got our student section back, um, so all the all the students could come out and support. Um, definitely had some big games. Horizon was a big one for us. We had a lot of fans there. Sierra Canyon. Um, and it's just it's just really a vibe and you can feel um, the energy and the atmosphere um, that those guys produce. So it was, it was really cool to experience that this year. It's very important to have fans and student section out there. It really brings the game together. We had our band. We have a band out there now. We have the pregame stuff. We have just a lot of activities for the games that we can do now. And last year, we could only have two tickets for kids. So you couldn't really get many fans out there. And for playoffs, you can only have so many tickets for a game. So it's glad we can pack the games on stuff. You can both go individually. Um, so what are your thoughts on your upcoming opponent? And uh, what are you looking forward to the most in uh, the, this first round matchup? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, Texas is a great team offensively, offensively and defensively. They're, they're really good. Um, we're not going to underestimate anyone. And, you know, we're just going to go in there and, um, you know, do our thing and work hard. But, you know, props to them. They're a great team. They made the open um, and we're, we're just ready to work. So, I mean, nothing but respect for them. Sparrow is definitely a great team, offense and defensively. We haven't played a team like this this whole season. So it's going to be great to get to play a team like this. And we're just going to use these two weeks to prepare and get ready for this game, big game. Absolutely. Well, Friday, November 26th, Saguaro at Cactus. Hope to see everybody listening there.